You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of the Greeley Philharmonic Orchestra and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. listeners you're listening to an all new nick snacks here on 103.1 and 1310 kfka in the allo communications studios we've got micah kilpatrick behind the glass and across from me ben barnhart who is a second time guest of nick snacks but today in a different capacity welcome back ben Thanks. It's great to be here, Nick. Oh, my gosh. It's just great to have you. Um, Michael just left. We were going to share the, 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 the dad joke of the day. Actually, that should be a segment I have now, the dad joke of the day. And that wasn't it. Um, but uh, Ben is the president of the Greeley Satellite Rotary Club. And good old Micah had a, had a question about debris, if we're okay with debris. And, well, it took us a minute to, to pick up on where he was going. And then it triggered, oh, yeah, satellite. And Ben thought, oh, is he referring to all the trash we just picked up? And uh, we'll go into that later. Well, but hey, those they are people, too. The, wow. My yeah. God. That's, that was good. But speaking of debris, because he got that connection from satellites, did you all see a few days ago um, what NASA did with the asteroid? They are, uh, did they, they trash it? it up? No. So you know how we have the movies Armageddon and Deep Impact and how they're like drilling and trying to nuke an asteroid out of path? Well, they crashed a satellite into an asteroid um, just to test its effectiveness. Basically, it's like the size of a golf cart hitting the Great Pyramid of Giza to see if that's enough force at 14,000 miles an hour to knock it off its course. So if ever an asteroid or a comet were coming toward Earth, if they'd just be able to knock it off, even just by a foot or a few inches um, over time, over the years, could could get that thing spiraling out of Earth's um, you know, trajectory. So I drove that fast on the way here. Um, I'm curious, what was the <laughs> what was the outcome of the? Uh, well, they cheered because it crashed. Are we saved? Okay. Well, I don't know. This was it wasn't gonna. If anyone's listening to this, we're fine. Uh, this was just a test on an asteroid, a really small one that has no path whatsoever to hit Earth. They're just testing. Hey, not anymore. It's only inevitable that uh, Earth will get hit by something that will destroy us. And I'm not trying to be doom and gloom or anything, but uh, yeah, instead of having to drill and send Bruce Willis and his team of oil drillers up, um, if just like basically a gnat, a flick, um, is enough to send it off course. They won't know for a series of days, weeks, months, or even years how much of an impact it might have made, but uh, how cool. It's pretty phenomenal. Um, And we'll know if everything goes dark that, that it didn't work. But well, it didn't go dark. Re- researchers all over the country that, that spend their whole lives looking in how to save us from asteroids. Gosh, it's just so it's cool. Thing. I mean, just watching the NASA control room because they're watching and everything's lined up on the computer screen. You're seeing images being relayed back because they had a smaller satellite just taking pictures and watching it crash. And all of a sudden, you just see it and then it disappears. And everyone cheers. This $300 million gone. However, if it's uh, if it, if it does work to knock that asteroid just off its path enough, um, you know, a couple feet difference, depending on how many millions of light years away or whatever it is, or light, I don't know, um, could save humanity down the road. Well, I hope so. Because you know Bruce Willis won't live forever, okay? And we can't have Bruce Willis go up there and drill. And well, he did retire new- from acting. 
Well, I hope he didn't retire from saving the planet because that documentary <laughs> that Michael May made years ago called Armageddon. Uh, wow, fascinating! It's still a great movie. <laughs> it absolutely is. You know what really story. saved us? <laughs> What's really saving us from uh, asteroids? I'm waiting for it, Micah. Really Nintendo. Nintendo. Really satellite rotary. Oh gosh! <laughs> you get that? I did. The video I game that was. Yep. I used to play that on yep. my old, old, one. old computer. This was like a. I don't even know what kind of PC it was, but uh, you just had those hexagonal shapes and stuff, and then you shoot it with a little mouse, and then it'd bust up into squares or rectangles, and you bust it into a triangle, and then, you know, eventually, oh, boy, that was a fun game. Yeah. That's good. That's, you ever play that DOS game, Scorched Earth? No. Oh, no. that's a great game. You just have a bunch of tanks, and you shoot bombs at each other. You can buy bigger bombs and shields and parachutes. I feel like that hits way too close right now as uh, tensions are, are mounting <laughs> across the globe. Oh, it was made in the 90s or maybe the, even the 80s, and there were bombs blowing up then. Well, Tesla didn't have a lunatic on the other side of the earth doing and the There's always things. a lunatic on the other side of the earth. Yeah, Mike, you're trying to downplay, I think, the, the severity of what nut job Putin's doing over there. <laughs> Golly. If we're here next week, uh, tune into an all-new Nick Snacks, because it's... Actually, we'll be here next week. Not because that... Uh, whatever. We're going to get on a happier topic, because... There's going to be an <laughs> asteroid. Well, at least we know NASA might have an opportunity to save us. They're working on it. And and we have a new Nick Snacks show coming up for video games, and 1980s video games. Well, we should. That'd be a good trivia it's night, too. Discussion. Or just playing those. Gosh, you know what takes me back to the 1980s video games? They're all, for me, 1990s, you know, Sega Genesis. Uh, you could never save your game, you know? Did that? That's just... That's he basically had to sit and play the entire game. Oh, my gosh. Sonic the Hedgehog was my favorite but also least favorite game because we could never get past that last episode of, you know, you're on, like, this biplane slash, you know, epic um, hot air balloon slash, you know, the um, – what are those big giant balloon things called? The Hindenburg type of thing. Blimp. Blimp, yes. Big blimps. And anyway, it was like, you know – level 15 or something like that and we're like oh my gosh well we saved up the 42 lives we needed but by now it's time for bed and we just wasted Are you talking our about sonic Saturday. the hedgehog 2 absolutely yeah oh okay that was pretty good it was good it was a really great game some good games back then best part about sonic had great music oh it did every level had great music sonic the hedgehog 2 i don't Overall, I don't know which I liked better, one or two. Three had its ups and downs. I don't think I remember. I never played three. but That, uh, was, that was Sonic and Knuckles. Um, oh, yeah. No, I don't care about Knuckles. It's all about Sonic and, and Tails. Good old Tails was a sacrificial lamb. Now, did you see the sequel to the movie? I didn't even see the movie. Uh, the, the movie is good. The sequels, it's all right. I'm... You know what? Well, we might give that a review on the Nerd Show someday. Although Idris Elba was great as Knuckles. Ooh, oh, he's just great, period. Um, Micah, I request bumper music to be Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the rest of the episode. I'm just going to play uh, Chemical Zone. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, my favorite one. All right, we're here with Ben Barnhart. He's the president of the Greeley Satellite Rotary Club. Um, just figuring out what the show to be today. I go, you know what? We haven't done a feature about Rotary. And Ben, under your leadership, I won't say rain because that sounds scary you, you could say that okay could call it that. rain some people um, probably feel that way. 
<laughs> no names shall be named on Nick Snacks. No, uh, but uh, welcome aboard as the president. So just for the basic listeners, what is Rotary Club? Great question. Um, Rotary Club is a service organization. It's more than 120, I think around 125 or more years old. It's international in scope. Um, they deal with, uh, much like your show, you know, larger issues all the way down to stuff that's really local. So there are chapters all over the country and all over the world. Um, they're probably primarily known as the organization that was uh, trying to and nearly successfully completely eradicated polio from the earth. Um, there have been some recent cases this year in 2022, so we're not quite there yet, but that's been about, a, I think, about a 40-year dream of Rotary is to eradicate polio and mainly, you know, through vaccinations in third world countries. But we do a lot of stuff locally. Um, Greeley has, is really strong. We all know Greeley's a strong town, um, but I believe they have five Rotary clubs. We are uh, an affiliate member of the Greeley Centennial Rotary Club, which is loosely regarded, I think, as the West Greeley Club. Uh, that's only because they meet out there. Um, there are three other really, really good clubs in Greeley, one that actually meets out at the Pooter Learning Center called After Hours. There's one downtown, and there's also one called the Red Eye Rotary. Um, but GSR, Satellite Rotary, is affiliated with Centennial Rotary. So we're really one and the same. I love the slogan, uh, and I am a Rotarian. I'm about a year and a half into my Rotarianship. I don't know. I'm just making up words at this point. Um, of service above self. And just being able to give back in the community in different capacities, um, to have uh, just a voice in, in tackling a lot of issues, you know. And we volunteer, like the volunteer is the big, the big thing for us. Yeah, networking and service are our two primary tenants. Um, some people start with networking. I, my personal belief is, if you build in service, you'll actually get that person to stay a Rotarian and stay engaged, and you know, because networking can last a long time, but not forever. And I think service is, is one of those values that then that replaces it. And we can go out and do projects and help our community. And that's building meaning into to your your own time. We go flashback about two years ago, I think. Was it two years ago where I met you, Ben? I was not a Rotarian yet. It was about this time of the year, maybe, maybe earlier. Um, we were planting trees along the Fox Trail, Fox Run Trail. And uh, a good friend of ours, Ryan Roth, introduced us. The three of us were digging some holes um, to plant. I think we planted, what, five trees that day? That doesn't sound like very many trees, but people need to know these trees were 300 pounds. And we had to lift them into the hole. And so the hole was probably five feet wide. I, I fit in one of the holes. Um, <laughs> we, we realized early on we did not need a hole that large. Um, they gradually got smaller and smaller until we, we, we wouldn't say perfected the craft of planting a tree, but just dug what was necessary instead of, I think that hole we dug was three times the amount we needed. Yeah, we, we did learn as we went. Uh, it's probably prudent to go back out and check on the trees and make sure that they're still doing okay. I have recently. I, okay. I had to go back and make sure that they were doing okay, and I just I feel so proud when I'm walking that trail, and I never walk that trail. But it's like, see that tree? That's a rotary that tree. That is a rotary tree. It is. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. We'll hear from Ben about uh, all that Rotary does and how to get involved. We'll be back after this break.
Welcome back to Nick Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, brought to you by 477 Distilling, located in downtown Greeley. This one's for you, Brent Kramer. Dangerously delicious cocktails. So tasty. And I'm just sitting here grinning like a like a doofus listening to the Sonic the Hedgehog music. This is fantastic. It just takes me back. And it hurts to smile right now. I had some <laughs> dental work done earlier this week. Uh, and my mouth was pried open for three and a half hours, three to three and a half hours. And ow. That's hurts. no good. It's not it's, good. It's not fun. I, I, I paid them to make it last about two and a half hours longer. Than it, <laughs> it, was, it was supposed to be a half hour surgery. And thanks, Micah, for that. Um, I, I just got to say, dental work is still the most barbaric of any medical treatment out there. It's not like they're doing anything terribly wrong. I think it's improving every year. But, wow, there is nothing gentle or subtle or even really humane about dental work. It's really carpentry work inside your mouth. <laughs> it absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, instead of dealing with a giant tree and having equipment, you're dealing with you know microscopic tools, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the coolest thing was I got to see some of my nerves pulled out of me. Wow. You, you have nerves? Uh, the nerve, nerve, Ben. The nerve. <laughs> I saw the, the one nerve <laughs> pulled out of me. There was, that, was, that was trippy. Ouch. That was trippy. I asked the... Um, the doctor, I said, so it'd be cool if you were a magician, you know, really just to mess with people. It's like, oh, gosh, what's this? And, like, start pulling out nerves but have it be, like, one really long spaghetti noodle or something like that. Like, how can you make that happen? Uh, you know, just – but I think people get traumatized enough at the dentist, kids especially. But, boy, I have some brevity and some lightness there. I think I'd have <laughs> I'd have a little too much fun, uh, which is why I could never be in the medical profession. I, I don't think I'd be able to take That's it seriously true. enough. That's true. When I have – hard news to deliver i tend to try to make a joke about it and no one wants that in the medical industry not as much no not not as much it's no nick snacks no that's for sure but uh boy and i did ask him though i said would you be interested and this was inspired by an episode of impractical jokers in in shooting up me and my co-host on the nerd shows with a bunch of novocaine before we do a show just to see how it'd go over <laughs> Just, <laughs> I wonder who would be. Uh, I, yeah, I think Mr. Brian Gary would do it. Gosh, what a, what a challenge. Right. We could have a challenge from all the hosts here at Force, uh, not 477, at KFKA um, to see who still has the best radio uh, personality and diction and pronunciation when they're all jacked up on, on Novocaine. That's perfect. What a, what a fun, what a fun fundraiser that would be. There you go. Gosh, all the ideas are rolling in. Um, so, Ben, uh, we met at Rotary uh, Planting Trees about a couple of years ago and have become pretty good friends since. Uh, we do a lot of things together. You serve on the GPO Board of Directors, um, actively involved in Rotary, of course, and, and Greeley Area Chamber Ambassadors to our leads group to just, I mean, all things. It's, it's been great. Um, so what drew you into Rotary? It was the service component. Um, before I got into my current career, I was in a career in the nonprofit world for 15 years and have served a few local nonprofits. I didn't want to lose that when I became an entrepreneur and, and I got into real estate sales. Um, I wanted to make sure that I built my network um, with meaning, and uh, that's really a, a good way to do it. You're meeting with like-minded, community-minded uh, folks who want to give back. And so it was a perfect fit for me. And uh, I, I elevated quickly, and we got some service projects lined up, and 
Um, I've been proud of, of the way Jennifer German and Tom Shaw and, and Bob Geese and all those leaders have, have led us to the point where we're at today. As, as, a, as a, We used to be a little rotary club. Now we're up to about 26 members. Well, it's, it's awesome. And so uh, just a breakdown of the five rotary clubs we have. The Greeley Centennial Rotary are, as we like to refer to her, as the mothership because um, we are a subsidiary of that kind of that, uh, that satellite. Um, is uh, They meet every Thursday at noon uh, for their meeting. It's about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes long. Um, you go in, you have a little bit of a business. Of course, you have some lunch, which is always which is provided. And then there's a guest speaker, um, which is always fantastic to see. You know, I think this next week, uh, the former mayor is going to be talking about ballot issues. Last week, we had uh, Lowell Graham, the conductor of the Greeley Philharmonic, present on Why Music, which was a phenomenal presentation. And then you'll get just so many other presentations from across the region and, of course, our wonderful city, um, you kind of get the inside scoops. You come out a little a little smarter and, and with some inside information, if you will. Yeah, every club's got that, that wonderful programming component to it. I might venture to say we're the, the least traditional by design at the Satellite Club because we meet every other Wednesday, first and third Wednesday, from – five to about six fifteen. So the meetings are only an hour and that's that's not uncommon. But what we do is we rotate to different businesses around town so that we can get to know those folks, engage them in rotary. We get to learn about their business. So we're often learning from business owners, um, nonprofit leaders. That's how we organize our meetings. And I think there's a flavor for anyone in town who wants to start giving back to their community, whether it they're in high school, college, Rotary can connect you to those clubs. Any Rotary um, can connect you to those clubs. Um, but then also if you're you know in the working world, you can choose one that fits your schedule and your service, kind of your service needs, if you will, the best. Right. And I, I think we do the most acts of service in the community, too. We're more service-driven than we are. Kind of that philanthropic vision that some of the other clubs have. The Red Eye is, of course, before before business hours. So I think they meet at 6 a.m., maybe even 6.30, and go till about 7.30, 7.45. The Downtown Club meets on Wednesdays at noon. So really to accommodate your work schedule, but for for satellite, I love that service component too because um, you know I like to give back to my community, but I I don't know what that looks like financially. Well, that's a stretch. I'm not making millions of dollars yet, so I can't give back in the ways I can. But my time is something I can give, and that's very valuable valuable to me. And I know it means a lot when I am able to go pick up trash along the highway for two hours on a Saturday morning, or you know I've yet to be able to attend a habitat build. And that frustrates me because I so, I mean, that's one of the things that drew me into satellite was like, yes, I get to build a home. I mean, not an entire home. We spend a day there, you know, (laughs) Uh, but I have yet for it to work on my schedule to actually be at a habitat build. But soon. Well, and here's what's cool is you don't have to be at every service project. You don't have to be at every meeting. We would love for you to be at as many as you can, but we know that there's timing. We, we have kids. We have families. There's also seasons of life where maybe you're not financially ready, but you do want to give more uh, time um, and talent before you get to treasure. So I think globally the idea is to just develop a service mentality in our community um, So and share with people that there's these avenues to actually give back. Um, address important issues, um, everything from highway cleanup to our homelessness um, and, and our housing uh, issues that, that we all see um, to community safety. 
Um, those are things that we all try to address. So I encourage folks just to get in touch with us, and we'll connect you with the right people who can help explain the layers and how to get involved in what based on what you're interested in. Well, we haven't talked much about – first, I want to erase stigmas out there, too. Um, I had to do this with a cousin of mine who used to work uh, events and hospitality, and there was always a Rotary Club that came in. And you know, when I joined Rotary Club, I thought that was just for old white people. And that, I fear, is a stigma of Rotary. And, yeah, it, it, it was for a very long time. It still has a lot of those demographics. But, you know, uh, what you're trying to do with the Satellite Rotary, with the membership committee we have, Rotary truly is for anybody who has that knack for service, for giving back. Um, it's not this or that. It can be anything you want Rotary to be, that networking piece, the connecting piece, the service piece, uh, that philanthropy piece. I mean, there's so many different things that are fulfilled, and that's why I love that cog because that is the logo of Rotary. It's like we are the cog of, I, I don't know, just society. Not yeah. we, just we, you know, but, um, you know, there are so many different elements of Rotary that – I think just about anybody can find something that they're passionate about. Yeah, Rotary is not a political or a religious-affiliated organization. We just exist to do good. It's really that simple. We just want anyone who um, wants to, gr- to learn and grow and wants to put service above self. That's what we're looking for. We're going to give Ben the four-way test when we come back from this break to see if the president can recite the four-way test and get to learn more about Rotary and how you can find one in your local community no matter where you're listening. As for now, enjoy more of this Sonic the Hedgehog 2 bumper music because I know I am. <laughs> There's a playlist like, on YouTube. This is Nick Snacks, everybody here in the Allo Communications studios. Micah has found a gold mine of just memories flooding back in from my time playing Sonic the Hedgehog on Sega Genesis uh, with my brothers. So, wow. But it just I just texted them, actually. I said, uh, my bumper music for this entire show is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So, whew, will, they, will they tune in and listen? They absolutely will tune in and listen. So, normally they don't. Yeah, you're right. I have one loyal family member who listens in, my cousin Jacob in uh, in, in Tennessee. And everybody else uh, you just don't like. Well, you know, I'm going home next week, so they're all going to get a piece of my mind. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't wait to be home and to see everybody. But also, I need more listeners in Indiana. So we're here with Ben Barnhart, the president of the Greeley Satellite Rotary Club, um, Rotary Service Above Self. There are chapters across the globe. And in fact, we have five of them here in Greeley alone. So that's just fantastic. But uh, um, we go back to Ben, you know her, my, uh, oh gosh, all the former listeners too, or current listeners from our former unofficial co-host Alyssa Sanchez I took her to a few rotary events as she was getting involved in the community and she goes Nick this is a cult I'm like no it's not a cult she goes you stand up and you recite things I go well so do catholics I mean I was raised catholic <laughs> so uh doesn't mean we're a cult um but the four-way test 
let's just uh, let's see you Ben put me on the spot right I'm putting now. you on the spot so this is actually good just for a lot of things when you have a problem uh, when rotary has a problem we put it through the four-way test and it yes it is something that we recite we also recite the Pledge of Allegiance because we think that's important to start every meeting off as well so God bless the USA um, is it the truth that's the first thing we ask then we ask is it fair to all concerned number three is will it build goodwill and better friendships through the through it and then number four is is it beneficial to all concerned so uh, the way you can look at a problem we just apply these rotary principles it helps us guide our conversation and get through tough stuff and figure out what to do yeah and a lot of that we just uh, went through this there's a surplus of, of cash that the centennial rotary club again we're we're I don't know how connected we are. It's still kind of blurry to me. I know we're the satellite, but we feed into the we, mothership. We are technically the same club. I, I, you know, I should be really clear. We we uh, operate a little differently. We have a different schedule, but our attendance is tracked together. Our billing is tracked together. They are gracious enough, the folks over there, to uh, do a lot of our administrative work for us. Um, it came from how uh, GSR was born. It was born out of a, a need to not or <laughs> desire not to do as much administration and to meet and network and serve. And so we're really actually lucky that we've got the Centennial members supporting us and what we do. And uh, credit to the, the last few years of leadership, it's really, there's been some nice build uh, mm-hmm. bridges being built. And so it more and more feels like we are together. And it's great to see it. Oh, it's, it is. it is, And I like the, you know, I can go to a Thursday lunch when I can't go to a Wednesday meeting. And sometimes I'll miss an entire month depending on my schedule. But, you know, it's just so nice to recognize faces, to recognize fellow Rotarians, um, to just be something, be a part of something bigger than us. Yeah. And, and yeah. we, you know, you can talk about this too, because I know you're a part of that. Really generous gifts that were given to two nonprofits in our community that uh, had what I think seventy five thousand dollars worth of excess cash this year that yeah. we're giving back to the community. I think uh, your listeners can look at Rotary as a window or, or a doorway, whichever, to the world. Um, you can end up supporting things locally with philanthropy. You can go statewide into other cities in Colorado and do projects, or you can potentially even go to like Central America. We've got we've got projects going on down there through the mothership. Um, um, but, yeah, that, that's the idea is to look at it uh, as a window to the world and uh, to get plugged in. So in this particular case, um, Rotary has decided to fund two local nonprofits that were needy. We did a request for proposal because we had a little bit of cash and uh, wanted to make sure that we spent that here in the community. So the Greeley uh, Model Railroad Museum uh, and then Greeley Centennial Village out there at Island Grove Park are going to be the two recipients of, of gifts from our members. Um, the reason those were cho- chosen, um, w- w- several reasons, really, is we wanted something that represented Greeley and its heritage. Um, and I think both of those do that really, really well. And also something that could potentially involve a service component, because we do want to see if we can get involved. Can we help with the building? Maybe there's things we can do to help enhance the project uh, hands-on. So um, those why we, you know, there are several, many, many good applicants, and that's why we chose those two, because the history and relationship to Greeley. Right. And none of the RFPs that came in were bad. It was just a matter of that, what can we do, that, that service beyond? So for the Colorado Model Railroad Museum, they're building this 
this beautiful little um, kind of uh, pathway between their two buildings. It's going to have uh, you know some fencing and some um, gardens and such that we can help take care of, that we can help upkeep. You know, so that's uh, it's awesome that we can still be a part of that. That's right. Well after this money is invested, and same with the Centennial Village, um, helping with those cleanup projects and, and making I – mean, it's a cool place. If you've not been to the Centennial Village, um, encourage you to, to check it out. It's just got so much history there, and you just uh, – a simpler time, a simpler life. But what a cool, cool space at Island Grove in Greeley. Yeah, we had so many great nonprofits in this community, and it was really hard to make a decision. There was a committee of us that did it. Um, we felt like we did a nice job, and, and I think we're going to be pleased with the result, and Greeley will also be pleased with what we do. You mentioned some international things that you can. Uh, Bob Geese, a former president of Satellite Rotary, he's really passionate about uh, clean water and um, in some villages in South America. So he goes fairly often and travels down there, um, which is just remarkable. There's Dan Austin, who um, always shares a story that I really enjoy about when he was traveling in Scotland. He's a big Scotch guy, so he was traveling over there, but connected with the Rotary Club. And he said, well, where are you staying? Oh, we're going to stay in this hotel. And basically said, you're not staying in a hotel, you're staying with us, you know, and got connected with the members of a Rotary Club in Scotland. Got to visit them, spend time with their friends, with their family, with fellow Rotarians, um, even attended a meeting over there. So it being international is, is incredible. I'm going to be in Indiana next week. I want to reach out to a Rotary Club and see if I can pop in as a visitor. Uh, just to say hello and make those connections. What a it's gonna be a fun, neat experience. I really didn't understand how kind all these other clubs would be until I went to president leadership training. You know, before becoming the president, and uh, Jennifer Jones is the president of Rotary International. She was on video. Um, and, and everything kind of rolls top down, right? And so just the way she approaches things and wants us to, to imagine the possibilities and what we can do in our own communities was really inspiring. But what I really took away from that, too, was all these instant connections that you can make outside of your local community. Please do look at Rotary as a window to the world. It's uh, If you want to serve and figure out how to do like a mission trip, but you, you don't belong to a church or you want to organize something for uh, a for school backpack drive, Rotary is your place to go. Those are the places you can have those conversations and, and probably get some momentum uh, on what you want to do. And also things, uh, events at the food bank, um, you know, being able to sift through tons and tons and tons of vegetables or, or filling out backpacks or um, grocery carts for those who are in need of food. There's, there's never a limit on what Rotary can do as long as there is an interest. And I think that is the place to go to to start if you do have a passion for giving back in your community and you don't know where to start. You don't know, A, what nonprofits might already exist out there, um, what needs are most needed, what uh, is already being kind of met and fulfilled. So, um, you know, joining Rotary and, and having a passion is a great way to make sure that your passion is at least got some eyes and ears focused on it to see how we can improve that little, you know, element of, of your world. Yeah. And, and I encourage folks just to come check it out. You don't need to join to come to a meeting. You don't need to come to a meeting to do a service project. If you want to give me a call and you just want to try it out for a few times, uh, we would love that. I, I think any Rotary would love that. We don't want to talk folks into doing something they don't want to do. We want to make a perfect match. And we can make that perfect match. We'll talk more after this last break with Ben about how to get involved, what we're looking for, um, you know, from a community standpoint and the membership that we have and see if we can't get up to 40 members by the end of the year. I just made up that goal um, for Ben's membership committee to try to get uh, up to 40 members. But uh, we'll, we'll learn more about that when we come back from this break. 
Welcome back to Nick Snacks with that very dissonant music that may have left you cringing a little bit. Very atonal, very uh, very off-putting. That's it was when he was fighting one of the villains, though. Like, it was the very end of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 when he was flying, like, super, fighting Super Eggman. Super Eggman? The guy looked a little bit like uh, Humpty Dumpty. Is that who it was? You're well, fat shaming. Yeah. I'm not fat shaming. Just saying, he lived. Yeah, like, Humpty Dumpty shaming. Man. Was that the was that the um, the level when he's on that airplane? It's it's after that. So he's on the airplane. Then he fights the robot Sonic the Hedgehog, like that where he has no rings. So don't oh, get yes. hurt. Yep. You didn't get to that level though. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was what? it was right. At, I had to have my brother do some of that for me. Gosh, you know what? I remember a time. Where you could, you had to buy the the manuals and the walkthroughs, the guides. I remember one of my favorite video games of all time was Dark Forces. It was a Star Wars game. So cool, so great. Um, we actually got elements of that story in the latest season of, I'm sorry, the second season of The Mandalorian. But this is, we'll talk about that on the Nerd Show sometime. <laughs> um yeah, but you you know just the walkthrough of things that you did you would never have figured out, and nowadays you have YouTube um, to to learn all those tips and tricks and stuff to guide you through games. I don't have time for games anymore. Now I know, and I don't, but now I know why people just sit and watch other people play video games really fast, so they get the experience and they don't have to do any work. That's right. That's what my boys do. I don't. I don't done. get it. I yeah. can't. It does not. Comp- my nephew does it too. Got to get the cheat codes. Just got to figure that out. Indeed. I hate losing, so I love cheat codes. Especially on games where you build armies. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love just destroying other armies. Like civilization? Power. Yeah, stuff like that. Micah's power hungry. Micah is power hungry. He he is at the at the in the booth and at he, the box. He so. does have a lot of power. He does. My my favorite game was a, a nineteen ninety eight Civil War game. I forget what it's called. Civil I think War it's Generals? a two parter, but um you just fight a bunch of Civil War battles and it's it's not very like there's not a lot of animation in it. It's basically move your hectagon to another hectagon to another. It's it was it's really it could basically be a board game, but it is fun. I've I, I have played that Civil War Generals two. I believe it was. Yes, that's what it's called. Oh my gosh, yes. I love and I there's an updated version of that called Ultimate Civil War General or something like that. That uh, kind of the same thing, but it's a lot more. Um, user uh, more excitement for a user of customizing regiments and brigades and all those other things. I love the Civil War. That history is so much fun for me. I can basically win as any team because I'm a strategist. Strategy. I could, 
I could totally rock. I, I'd lose every other battle. It doesn't matter what army I use. Any battle I would lose, except I would always win Gettysburg. I wouldn't, wouldn't even take the high ground. Mike I didn't even need that. I didn't need the high ground. Like, I, I would, don't need no high ground. I yeah, I would, just, I would just make my stand first in the city, and then I would uh, get them backed up by the river, get half their army backed up by the river, and just pound the hell out of them. <laughs> <laughs> Micah, I can see you as, as um, oh gosh, Kylo Ren in episode eight when he's having the entire army and those giant at-ats shooting Luke Skywalker of just you screaming, more, more, just trying to decimate your enemies. No, because I'd be smart enough to go, there's, there's something not right about this. He's not using his lightsaber here. Oh, well, this isn't the Civil War thing. There weren't any lightsabers in the Civil War, Micah, that we know yeah, of. But, but I'm, I wouldn't be Kylo <laughs> Ren there. I'd be Kylo Ren with the lightsaber. But then I wouldn't use it to kill people. I would just use it to destroy random stuff. I'd play, play like baseball with something and just cut something in half. Back to Rotary. <laughs> <laughs> We're here with Ben Barnhart, the president of the Greeley Satellite Rotary Club, which is a satellite of the Greeley Centennial Rotary. Um, ben, we're trying to to grow. We're trying to grow our organization, and Rotary as a whole is trying to kind of eradicate that stigma of it's just for older white people. Um, so what is the Greeley Satellite Rotary doing to try to enhance its membership and to be more representative of the region that we're, that we're located in? Well, uh, first thing we're doing is we're making a plan. Um, the plan isn't done yet, but I think being intentional is step one knowing that there needs to be a plan, knowing that we need to start to identify places where people get their information and and have friendships and build their own networks that that maybe we don't automatically think about, right? We just, uh, again, we just need to think outside of the box. Uh, We all know many, many people, uh, you know, in Greeley, and I think just sort of doing maybe some mapping, you know, who can we talk to that might know someone who's got a heart for service, who might want to join, um, to be honest, I mean, we're going to take anyone with a heart for service, but we do need to, I think, extend um, to, to places that may not get the information. Maybe they're not listening to the radio as much, or maybe they don't, you know, go to the distillery that we go to and um, and see each other, you know, six times a week. So I think coming up with a plan, and I think our membership committee is working on that right now. I think there'll be a mapping exercise where we get to, you know, really like call out there and 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 let people know what we have to offer and why and why and how it doesn't really matter where you come from, how much money you have. Um, it's all about do you have a heart for service and um, and we can recruit that way. Ironically enough, Scott, um, who's from the Nerd Show, uh, is in Greeley Satellite Rotary and on the membership committee and kind of leading that. And he's probably just walking into studio now as we get ready to record the Nerd Show um, just to, to help us branch out and, and broaden to really encompass our entire community. Um, one of my favorite things to do. Recently, um, this is my second time doing it, was a highway pickup, trash pickup. And the Greeley Satellite Rotary has adopted the mile-long path from in Greeley on Highway 34 from 23rd Avenue to 35th Avenue. And it astonishes me how much trash there is on just a mile stretch of the road. I mean, it's the first time we were out there, it was unfathomable. And the second time, it was just kind of disheartening. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well... 
Way to go, humanity. There was, I don't even know how many trash bags we filled, those 55-gallon drums, probably close to 30, if not more. Yeah, probably between the two times for sure. Now, we're going to do that four times a year, and the more consistent we are, um, the less you know old stuff they'll be there. Mm-hmm. So last time we had started on 35th Avenue and worked our way east, and this time we started on 23rd Avenue and worked our way west. So we've done, like, one full cleanup of that stretch. Um I don't disagree with you, uh, but it feels really good when you're out there. Mm-hmm. And we usually do it, you know, 830 in the morning on a Saturday, and we're done by 11. So you can still have your whole day, and it feels pretty good um, to, to be doing something that not very many other people are willing to do. There's a sense of pride there, and we have time to to talk with one another and get to know one one another while we're out there, too. Oh, I was I had my Bluetooth there. We were listening to some tune skis, and it's so satisfying. For me, I wanted to fill three trash bags. Last time, it was only two. Go, I want to fill three, and it's a lot. You can fit a lot of trash into those, uh, into those trash bags. And plus, we have a little prize at the end for who finds the most interesting whatever in uh on on the side of the road that's always a fun one we try to keep things uh that you know in the legal category that we find but uh <laughs> we you know it wasn't that interesting to be honest last saturday no. i don't know about you guys but uh it was more the first time yeah. um but not you know trash isn't for everybody you know so i want to say that if you're more interested in doing a clothing drive or habitat build or uh, volunteering at the food bank and you kind of want to go through rotary use rotary as that window to the world then and please just get in touch with us. Yes. So you can find us. Uh, come and join our next meeting. We've got quite a few great ones coming up. Or um, and really easy one, really light. There's no meeting component of this on uh, Wednesday, December 15th, I believe it is. Um, we have our 14th. Um, our holiday party at 477 Distilling, uh, which is you know a sponsor of Nick Snacks. Just come and hang out and chat with us a little bit and enjoy some cocktails and some food. To learn more about Rotary, otherwise, just find us online, Greeley Satellite Rotary, um, Facebook, yeah, Internet. Or, or call me. Call Ben. Ben, you want to drop your number? 970-534-5440. Give Ben Barnhart, El Presidente, a call. This has been Nick Snacks. Thank you so much, Ben, for being on talking about Rotary. I encourage you to visit uh, or reach out to your local Rotary organization and see how you can be you know, a better steward of service above self. But for Nick Snacks, this is our cutoff.